morning happy thursday i'm greg welcome to the daily bible wrap-up it is thursday october 5th 2023 and i'm glad that you're here with me this morning today our readings that we review remember i don't actually read the entire reading i just take a couple of quotes from there and and for those of you who are wondering what translation i'm using it is nlt this year as i mentioned before i've done several different translations last year was king james version I really like NLT because it's one of those that is not a literal or try to translate word to word. It's more of a get the idea type thing. Um, there are different translations and different reasons for each. And um, as you dive more into reading different translations, you start to learn the nuances between each of them. But the overall story is, of course, exactly the same. Our readings today, anyway, that I'm going to review, Psalm 117, Colossians 1, 24 through 2, 5, and Jeremiah 9, 17 through 11, 17. So in Psalm 117, I'm going to read to you verse 1 here, starting, quote, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise the Lord, all you people of the earth, for his unfailing love for us is powerful. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Praise the Lord. That's it. That's the psalm. Very short. In computer programming lingo, this reminds me of a for next statement or loop. So a for next statement, if I, if I recall correctly, a conditional command, I think while something, and, and there's also something called while, depends upon the language, of course, uh, that's similar in some, some computer languages. So for, while a condition is present, do something, then check the next condition. And depending upon the next condition, it could be an if-then. Here, the condition present is the love and faithfulness of the Lord. Then check on the next condition, such as the next day. This loop is infinite because the boundary is forever. The Lord's, quote, the Lord's faithfulness endures forever. New Testament. We're just starting out in Colossians 1, we're picking it up at verse 24. Paul says that God's entire message, quote, verse 26, was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people. Well, why then? Why not before, say, when Moses received the Ten Commandments? Or why not now, when the good news could be proclaimed around the world instantly? I mean, Jesus could have done TikTok videos, right? Well, I think the answer as to so why then is rather simple, because it was and is God's plan to have the news revealed then. It's God's plan. From my perspective, that's all we really need to know. And we need to know it in faith. Colossians 2 at... Um, Verse 1, quote, I want you to know how much I have agonized for you. This is Paul talking. And for the church at Laodicea, 
and for many other believers who have never met me personally. Now, Paul is not merely preaching the good news, nor is he merely following the faith. He is living the faith with raw passion. When I read lines like that say, agonizing for you, I, I, to be true in the faith, I feel Paul's passion. And, you know, sometimes I think we have a tendency to be lukewarm in the faith, but I think it's fair to say that Paul was anything but lukewarm in the faith. And if Paul is one that we should try to emulate, then, and and Paul is one we should try to emulate, then we too should not be lukewarm in the faith. Old Testament, we're returning back to Jeremiah. We're in Jeremiah 9 now. Verse 17 is where we pick it up. The Lord of Heaven's army says, quote, verse 19, Hear the people of Jerusalem crying in despair. This is obviously a very sad time. All of this passage describes scenes of sorrow. Verse 25, quote, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will punish all who are circumcised in body, but not in spirit. Jeremiah 10, the people are instructed not to act like other nations pursuing and worshiping idols. Now, from my perspective, an idol can be anything that takes us away from the presence of God. False gods, quote, verse 5, can neither harm you nor do you any good. There is no one like the Lord. It's pretty plain right there and simple. Verse 8, people who worship idols are stupid and foolish. That's getting pretty blunt now, isn't it? (laughs) Idols are worthless. They are ridiculous lies. But for Jerusalem, the siege is about to begin. That's in verse 17. And then there's Jeremiah's prayer here. And the first part is personal for Jeremiah. The rest is for nations and people. So the first part actually is a good personal prayer all around, I think, for all of us. Let me read it to you. Begins in verse 23, if you're following along in the program. Um, (laughs) Quote, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. We are not able to plan our own course. So correct me, Lord, but please be gentle. Do not correct me in anger, for I would die. The reason why I think that, I'm just kind of adding on to my notes here, the reason why I think that this is a good prayer for us is that we should always be asking the Lord for correction, but too much of a correction can be can be detrimental. You ever get like really, really, really intense about something the first time that you are exposed to it or that you play a new game like pickleball, for example, which is a big deal now. Um, Or or maybe it's like getting into the Bible or something like that. You're so enthused. You're so enthused and you go and you love it. And two weeks later, you're burned out from it. I think that's what Jeremiah is meaning that he will die because if if the change is too great, we have a tendency to get burned out. That's at least the way I interpret it today right now at this moment. Now Jeremiah 11, 1 through 17, it's another message where the Lord instructs Jeremiah to remind Judah of the terms of the covenant with God. The people must obey God. It's It's that simple. And, you know, obeying God... 
what's the best way to say this? It's it's not giving up anything. It's actually opening doors to the full life and existence that we're meant to have. That's my opinion. That's my experience. That's why I do this every morning because I'm passionate about, not Paul passionate, I'm not quite at that level yet, but I'm passionate about um, helping people to try to understand, whether it be with this or in, in my secular career in security. I, I, I just, I try to use in what I think is a somewhat of a unique way to an extent, what my talents are. I don't try to replicate what other people do. I try to use my talents, my my proclivity to just have a discussion. And that's what I do here. And I've said often that this is an exercise in obedience. Are there some days when it gets to be difficult to continue this? Of course there is. I mean, we all have life. Um, you know, some days... You know, for example, what if I'm sick? Although, quite honestly, I don't think I've had a sick day since um, I had COVID outside of a couple of self-induced alcohol-related dehydration headaches, alcohol or other related dehydration headaches. I, I know better to hydrate better. But other than that, since COVID in November 2020, which was mild for me, I, I don't think I've had a sick day in three years now. Praise the Lord. I mean, that's awesome, right? It's all about obeying, and obeying doesn't take away your freedom. It opens it up, my opinion. But the people broke the covenant. They didn't obey. The Lord then says, verse 11, I am going to bring calamity upon them, and they will not escape. He goes on to say that the people actually rejoice in doing evil. That's in verse 15. And that's much of what we see today, unfortunately. And where is it also said, like, um, that towards the end, that good will be considered evil and evil will be considered good? We do see signs of that. Best thing to do, turn to God. That's it for today. My prayer for you is that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care.